old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off, active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Old-fashioned football. Welcome, welcome to old-fashioned football. It is Monday night. We are recording a little earlier than we normally do because I got to watch my Bears beat the Patriots. Take I that. have to interrupt you. What our Bears? Our Bears. I hadn't brought you, you on yet. You don't own the Bears. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> it seems like bears. every other NFL team owns the Bears. <laughs> anyway, continue. I hadn't brought you in yet. <laughs> I couldn't let so you say they were bears your Bears. At the time. <laughs> Good Lord, it's begun already. Um, what I was going to say is, yes, you heard that right. Cody Zeeb, the Bears are going to beat the Patriots. Cody Zeeb is a Patriots fan. The Patriots um, are going down. Yes. Still check out all of his NASCAR and NFL and NBA work on Sports Gambling Podcast, but Patriots are still going down. I'm Justin Mark, J Mark. You can find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. Let me go ahead and bring in my co-host who jumped the gun because I didn't say <laughs> our bears. My apologies. You can How find her on you. Twitter <laughs> at J Mark's wifey. Miranda, how are you doing today? Well, let me just say that ever since we moved to Mondays, asking me this question, I never know. You, you're never going to know what you're going to get. I never know what I'm going to say because it's Monday. Mom left this morning. I had three days with my mom. We had a great time over the weekend. She left this morning, bummed about that to, to get back into the work week. Um, we had a 40-minute ran- random power outage today, which kind of threw a wrench in my work day. Work was stressful. It's been raining all day. I definitely have a case of the Mondays, but enough about that. I'm here for whiskey and football talk and am anxious to get this rolling so we can get to our Bears game. Our Bears game. <laughs> okay. <my. laughs> our Bears. Um, I have a small rant about the the old-fashioned here. I do, too. But what is continue. in the old-fashioned? What do you mean? What is that orange thing you put? No, you that is my rant. <laughs> I proactively was at the store yesterday with my mom and I thought I'm going to get an orange. We don't have any oranges. I went there and all they had was the Caracara oranges. They had a sign for navel oranges. Which would have been fine. No, that would not have been fine. So you pick a tangerine. Well, over sometimes I like to have an orange slice and I don't like the Caracara oranges. <laughs> so, no, my mom, you can thank my mom for the tangerine. Hang on. Peel. Hang on. What? You said sometimes you like to have an orange slice. In my. You're not fashion. having the tangerine slice. In, no, so I'm what not does putting a matter? tangerine in my. <laughs> so I don't what? Know. You know what? 
it was it was late. We ran to the store late last night. I at least thought I need an orange. I think it threw me so much that they had absolutely no regular oranges at the store. Well, it does seem like a failure on a grocery store's part. I'm not going to eat a Kara Kara orange. I'm going to eat the little tangerines. All right. Or well, clementines, whatever you want to call them. What are they? I don't even halos? Is that I the brand I bought? I don't know what they are. I didn't look. I just well, thought, what in the heck is this? <laughs> this isn't an orange. I um, know. Yeah, so well, we got a lot of big headlines to that we're going to touch mm-hmm. on, and we'll get to that, of course. But first, what are we drinking today? Today we are trying something new, and we're drinking Central Standards Red Cabin Bourbon. They're a craft distillery out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and their Red Cabin Bourbon, <laughs> I see you over there, is finished in Cabernet wine casks. So this is a good one, but more to come on that later. Yeah, Miranda um, likes to talk with her hands, and every now and then I just like to mock her a little bit. You know how it is. How dare you. (laughs) Um, Why don't we talk about a couple of these headlines? Um, Of course, the biggest one, we'll get that one out of the way um, before, in between our last show and this one, Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey was traded. This was huge. It was. Panthers... um, that are kind of elevated by this trade. We're going to kind of just talk about, you know, how this affects fantasy football. I don't I don't know if it changes Christian McCaffrey's value any, honestly. I don't think it changes his value any. But um, Panthers that are elevated, Chuba Hubbard, though he may be injured, we'll get to that, and Dante Foreman. Um, 49ers that lose value, Jeff Wilson, of course, and Elijah Mitchell Elijah in Dynasty. Mitchell. Yeah, he's sitting on my IR. I've contracted him for two years. So it really pisses me off to think that he may not be relevant anymore. I think it gives value to Jimmy G, though, because Christian McCaffrey is a very good pass-catching back. So yes. I think that elevates Jimmy G. The one that's really we're going to have to see, and we didn't see enough um, this weekend, is Debo Samuels, because Debo plays running back and wide receiver, and a lot of his fantasy value is because of his ability to play running back yes. and wide receiver. You're not going to see him as a running back as often anymore because he didn't want to be anyways at the beginning of this year. They did it anyways, and now they got Christian McCaffrey. Why would they? Why wouldn't they leave Debo as a wide receiver where he's supposed to be? You don't think that because he has the ability to do both, they might throw him in. I, he at the beginning of this year he said he didn't want to do that mm-hmm. anymore, but then Elijah Mitchell gets injured and he's basically thrusted right into, "Hey, we need you to do this again." Now I don't think they need him to do it. No, I would agree they don't need yeah, him to do it. And they like him enough that I think they're going to listen to his um, wishes. Overall, this this trade was huge, and yeah. I was surprised when it was announced. I don't have a lot invested with the 49ers or the Panthers in any of my leagues. I do have Debo Samuel in a league. Mm-hmm. But this is definitely big for fantasy football. Definitely impacts people, like you said, who have contracted elijah mitchell yep but what what do you make of this what do you make of this for the panthers like are they in are they giving up their season i know they got a lot picks out of this but what are you Um, what do you make of this and i know i just asked multiple questions there (laughs) but also what do you think about the 49ers getting christian mccaffrey but another injury history possibly injury prone running back for a team that's one of the most injury-affected teams, mm-hmm. that's what's really interesting. Um, as far as the Panthers, yeah, they're they're definitely, I think, building for future years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because they announced today that P.J. Walker will continue to be their quarterback. So 
out with Baker Mayfield, out with Sam Darnold, who they um, they traded for Baker Mayfield b- before this year. And P.J. Walker starts, the, the young guy, to see what they got there. Um, they got a second, a third, a fourth draft pick for this next draft. They got a fifth for the one following that. And then they won. They beat the Buccaneers. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> like, they had a good game. <laughs> like, um, it, and that was interesting to me that they won. But, yeah, I think they're building for for future years. Mm-hmm. I think this puts the 49ers in must-win-now mode, though, because with McCaffrey's injury history, I don't know, a couple more years, he may start breaking down, mm-hmm. especially with how much he's been used. So they have to, yeah, bank on this trade for – getting them to wherever they want themselves to go, obviously. Which to me is interesting because I think this is a, we need results this year to make it look good. And it just kind of shows their belief in Jimmy G over Trey Lance, I think. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't be surprised if they do very well this year with Jimmy G if he gets extended and Trey Lance gets traded away. That's That's your prediction. That's my prediction. (laughs) Um, And maybe you want to look for some sort of bet for who's going to take the first snap for them next year. Speaking of betting, thinking of joining WinBet? Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBet truly is hashtag DGENs only. Plus, use WinBet's Build Your Own Bet to build some amazing game parlays. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B et to claim your free bet today offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we're also brought to you by our own youtube that's right sports gambling podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autograph lawrence taylor or autograph brian dawkins jersey contest is completely free to enter i'm sorry how much free all you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast Comment on a video, each video is a new chance to enter, and turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. Now that sounds like an awesome deal, plus did I mention it's free? Another headline, Matt Ryan has been benched. Permanently. I saw (laughs) Sam Ellinger, the former Texas Longhorn, will start the rest of the season with Nick Foles as his backup. So Ryan's done with, it sounds like. So do those Colts receivers benefit from Ryan being out of there? What are your thoughts on this? You know, it's hard to tell um, because we have such a little sample size in the NFL of Sam Ellinger. Mm -hmm. But um, I think they will get better. Ryan was not playing well. No. Not at all. I think his time was over. Yeah, I agree. Um, This might be a thing where they don't get better right away. So if you're sitting on a really good roster – and you can afford to have a receiver kind of wait to get get their rhythm down with Sam Ellinger. I would go after Michael Pittman right now because right now, yeah, because they're the the guy that has is managing Michael Pittman might think, oh, this is uh, we got this young quarterback. You know, his season is not going to be as good. I think it will be good. So I would go and get him right now. He is a, a hell of a receiver. Um, that's just what I would do. Personally, hear that everybody target Michael Pittman. Yes, <laughs> trade opportunity. <laughs> yeah, um, and some other headlines: two returns. First, the return of Dak Prescott, yes. which didn't really affect the receivers too much. No, um, I did see Schultz did play. He 
didn't put up double digits. No. Um, they were saying prior to this, the start of our weekend games, um, that it was going to help Dalton Schultz. I made the decision to part with him in one of our leagues. I had three tight ends, one being Taysom Hill, um, who I picked up, and I don't even remember my other tight end. But I'm playing on Taysom Hill. So I just did not have the bench room to keep him. And with that PCL injury, he's still nursing that. It's still like a week to week, and that can change. I mean, he could be looking good. He could aggravate it. Yeah, and when we were watching that game, he took kind of a – a scary hit. I mm-hmm. actually thought he was done when he took that hit to the knee. His knee just kind of bent awkwardly because the defender hit it. But he ended up continuing to play yeah. after that. So but, yeah, just even with Dak returning, I he's still nursing that injury for me. Yep. Um, but yeah, he did. I mean, he didn't do horribly, but he right. didn't do anything that would have really helped in fantasy leagues yeah. this week. And I had made a trade for Dak Prescott. To, so to see him only throw one touchdown against a very porous Lions defense mm-hmm. has me very nervous. Yes. Very nervous. Um, another return that did not go poorly. No. The return of DeAndre. Well yes. The return of DeAndre Hopkins, who finished with 48% of the target share his first game back, over 100 yards. Um, this was good for you, wasn't this it? This was nice to see. I am not going to lie. I was excited. I... Threw him in. Was excited for him to return. Definitely helped me. And I and I know in one of my leagues, he's a big reason in why I'm going to win it. I can't even believe I forgot to say this. What? Um, speaking of one of your your leagues, the league that you help run with me. Um, I don't know if you you <clears throat> saw how that turned out for you. I don't think you want to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, the hiccups return. Um. <laughs> Yes, I beat Miranda. Yeah, I know. Handedly. Handedly. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Should we talk some injuries? Yeah, let's. we have a really long injury report for you guys today. Tis the season. Uh, a lot happened. I'm going to start it off. Brees Hall, running back for the Jets, suffered a torn ACL, is out for the season. This does benefit their... Second string running back, Michael Carter, who I did have, and I played in the league, I lo- our league that I lost against you in. Yeah. He did get me nine and a half points with 2.9 rushing yards, four and a half receiving yards. Um, but I expect that Michael Carter is going to get, we're going to see more out of him now with yeah. Brees Hall being out. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and we're doing something a little different this week that we'll start doing going forward. We're going to talk about who it benefits. Um, some of these guys, they may end up in the waiver wire, but if they don't, still keep them in mind. So the next one, Chuba Hubbard for the Panthers had an injured ankle. Now they did say he could have come back if he was needed. So I'm going to assume it's minor, but if he misses time, then uh, this is going to benefit Donta Foreman. All right. Mike Boone running back for the Broncos. He was put on the ink in the injured reserve, not the ankle reserve. <laughs> That's what I wanted to reserve. say. Um, with an ankle injury, we are going to see this likely to benefit Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yep. Um, they have Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. They also they said Marlon Mack. They did. That was that's a weird thing for him. He what he was was on the practice squad of the 49ers Sunday. Mm-hmm. He was signed to the the. Uh, Broncos before the game the Broncos game was even over he flew to Denver so that he could fly out with them today to London because they're the London game 
So that's kind of a tiring couple days of travel. Next, we got David Njoku, tight end for the Browns. He has a high ankle sprain. He's out two to five weeks. This benefits tight end Harrison Bryant. Amonra St. Brown, wide receiver for the Lions, suffered a concussion, but he's likely going to be back. Um, as of today, their coach expects him to play Sunday against the Dolphins. Yeah, that one hurt me in a league because he oh, he's actually been cleared. He's been cleared yeah, already. He's okay. been cleared. We should have taken him off this list. Um, he well, you never know when that will pop back up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he finished with like one point four points for me. Uh, next on the list, another guy that let me down. Um, he did okay, but Alan Lazard, wide receiver for the Packers, who I don't know if you saw, but lost to the Commanders. I know you saw that. I just like pointing it out. Um, <laughs> shoulder injury, the extent of their injury is unknown. If he misses time, ah, Rodgers doesn't like any of his receivers, not named Lazard. So I guess Romeo dubs, but maybe more so um, benefits Aaron Jones, their running back. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking so. Yep. One to monitor here, Nico Collins, wide receiver for the Texans, groin, possible groin injury. We're kind of waiting on the injury news here. I don't know if we've seen anything else pop up about that. I have not. Breaking news that was just announced on what I'm watching here because I'm getting ready for the Bears game. Uh-huh. Um, James Robinson of the Jaguars was just traded to the Jets. Oh, my goodness. So um, now benefits Michael Carter and James Robinson, I guess. And James Robinson's time is done for the Jets, which uh, obviously elevates Travis Etienne. Yeah, I was going to say, I um, was just looking at Travis Etienne's, um, he's, well, I know we're going to be talking about him, but he's trending up, and I think that... Really trending up now. (laughs) Really trending up now. That's something to watch there. Absolutely. That's it. That's an interesting move. Um, Kind of beneficial maybe for some people like myself who have both of them on one roster because I just I was waiting to see mm-hmm. who's really going to take the lead. Now you might have two guys that yeah. can make a good impact. So that's kind of cool. Um, sorry. Continuing on, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers and injured ankle. Gosh, I feel all you guys with your injured ankles. I really do. <laughs> um, unknown how much time he's going to miss. This will benefit Downer Carter and Joshua Palmer. I did not put that it's going to benefit Keenan Allen here because likely um, Keenan Allen, once he's healthy, is going to be a top guy anyways, whether Mike Williams is there or not. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. really kind of pointing out some guys that may, may be available and that you can look at. This injury hurt me this week. It hurt. And just looking at ankle injury hurts me. So You got six <laughs> more weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Daniel Bellinger, tight end for the Giants, has an eye injury. He has a, f- this is an interesting one. Yeah. He has a fracture around his eye socket and septum. He's going to be having surgery. He's out indefinitely. And it's uncertain if he's going to play again this season. This sounds so painful. Yeah. He, Very uh, painful. Coach Dabble said his eye does not look good. Um, he, somebody's hand got in his face mask. Mm-hmm. And usually that will get a call, but there, there was, was no, no call. That's even more painful. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunate for the rookie tight end who has looked pretty good. He was coming, kind of becoming a big part of this offense. They were looking at him often. So that one, that one's a bummer. Um, Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Jets, injured knee. He said he should be okay, but um, worth monitoring for sure. DK Metcalf, just this list just goes on and on. <laughs> There's a lot. Wide receiver for the Seahawks has a knee patellar tendon injury. Um, kind of a promising diagnosis. I th- still think he's going to give a, he's going to miss a game. Um, and this benefits Marquise G- 
Goodwin. Yeah, and we'll talk about him in, uh, a little yes. bit later. I'm not going to get it too much into that because he will. <laughs> yep. He'll be um, coming up. Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for the Titans, injured his ankle. He's in a walking boot. Another I feel boot. you, man. <laughs> um, unknown severity as of right now. They said... The coach said it was minor and he's day-to-day. Tannehill said it's not feeling too good. If he misses, um, this benefits Malik Willis, the quarterback we've been waiting to see, some of us anyways. J.K. Dobbins running back for the Ravens. Knee injury. He was actually put on the injured reserve right before the start of the game for Week 7. This We talked about him last week. Gus Edwards, we're going to see him a lot more, I have a feeling. Yeah, and you told everybody to pick him up, and he came back and had a really good game. So great call there. Um, last one here, Darren Waller tied in for the Raiders. He's had an injured hamstring. He should be back, but he did miss this last game. Um, if he continues to miss, it'll benefit their tight end, Foster Moreau. Your Uncle Paul. He was disappointed. He yes. was at the game. And did I, not get to see Darren Waller play. That That is a bummer for sure. Um, but, you know. Raiders won, so I bet he had a good time either yes, way. Yes, I'm sure. All right. Um, do you want to tell us about Sir Throws a Lot? I would love to tell you about Sir Throws a Lot. I, knew you I would. was happy about this one. This week's Sir Throws a Lot, Justin Herbert, 51 throws. Not the most we've seen for Sir Throws a Lot, but he had it this week. Actually, one of the lower ones. It is, but I will take it because I have him <laughs> in multiple leagues. Yeah. And. I am still rolling with my Herbert. I like it. Um, so, yeah, and if you have Herbert, it's possible he gives you a house advantage. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing a pick'em contest versus other people for a shot at winning 250000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. And you won't want to miss out on this. We're going to get into our market movers. Justin, why don't you kick us off with who's moving up? Yeah, so we're going to make it a short list here because we did cover a lot with the the There's just too many. News. Yeah, <laughs> there's breaking news, way too many injuries to be able to pick and choose what's the most impact, like who's yep. going to be the most impacted with those injuries. So For sure. Uh, well, But a guy that was moving up, and like I said, if Alan Lazard misses, we kind of agree that he may be the benefactor. But running back Aaron Jones of the Packers, he's averaged 11% of the target share. This last week, he jumped to 30%, which is a, a huge portion for a running back. I think only Austin Eckler is beating that right now. After starting the first four games with an average of 12% of the target share, tight end Evan Engram of the Jags has averaged 22% of the target share the past three weeks. So that is a consistent trend. Hopefully he's helping you guys out if you have him. And I don't know if you remember, but I remember during our tight end season at preseason when we were talking about during our tight end season or sorry our tight end episode. <laughs> we had a tight end season here at the well, it was national tight end day on sunday we might as well have a tight end season <laughs> um during our tight end episode 
you gave him out as a potential bargain for a dollar because he was not going for much. Um, just kind of, I remember you talking about how he would fit in that Jaguars offense, and I think he's doing well there. It's starting to catch on. Um, another one moving up, Terry McLaurin. He's had a good average all year, but Taylor Heineke has loved throwing to this guy. So his 16% average that he's had um, jumped up to 25% in Heineke's first game. So I think we'll see that continue. I would love to see that continue. Yeah, I'm sure. Scary Terry. <laughs> Scary Terry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Moving down, we just have a couple here for you. Running back Leonard Fournette. Last three weeks, he's he went from 46% of the target share down to 16, down to just 6% this weekend. Not sure what's going on there, but that is definitely a big decrease over the last three weeks. They scored three points against the Panthers. Yeah, I know. They're a I, disappointment. They they are. They really are. Tom Brady did not have a good weekend. No, no. <laughs> He's um, not having a maybe, good time at all. <laughs> maybe he should have just stayed with Giselle. Retired, you know, lived the life with his wife. I don't know. Um, also trending down wide receiver Amari Cooper, the Browns the last three weeks, he's gone from 38 to 29 to 16. So continues to kind of trend downward, but yeah, those are kind of just some market movers we have. Why don't we jump right into the waiver wires? I would love to. And I'm going to kick us off with Gus Edwards. I talked about him last week. He is still like, well, I shouldn't say still, I think this went up, but only 38% of leagues. Yeah, it went up, but. Not as much as you would think. No, I'd be willing to throw 40% of my fab on him right now if he was available in one of my leagues. The Ravens haven't been um, able to really get the run game going. However, Edwards came in and he ran for 66 yards, two touchdowns after being activated off the injured reserve. We just talked about J.K. Dobbins. He's been placed. He was placed on the injured reserve right before the game. We don't know for how long. Um... For now, I'm confident in saying this is Gus Edwards' backfield, and the Ravens love to run the ball. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with you. Um, and I didn't get it listed on our questions because it came in late when Cody was talking a little smack about his Patriots, but his question was if, you know, Gus is for real, if you could buy into that. Yes. And, um, get on the Gus bus. Yes. The wheels are rolling. <laughs> That's right. They're going round and round. So, yeah, he is for real. Um I'm going to throw out wide receiver for the Seahawks, Marquise Goodwin. He's rostered in 0% of leagues. Look, DK Metcalf may miss time. However, even before he was out in this last game, Goodwin was the top target in week seven. And I could kind of, I don't know if he's going to continue to be the top target, but on a Seattle offense that is surprisingly moving the ball very well, um, I think he could continue to have a good impact. He had four catches on five targets, which is 19% of the target share, two touchdowns. And it just feels like he's solidified a piece in this offense. So, you know, I would do 5 to 10%. Kind of de depends on your desperation for wide receiver depth. But um, I, I think you could do worse than Marquise Goodwin. I'm going to give you guys a tight end here. If you're looking for somebody, the Saints, Jawan Johnson, only rostered in 5% of leagues. We are getting the guys who scored two touchdowns in early. Yeah. First Gus, Gus. Bus, then Goodwin. Now, Juwan Johnson, it is still weird that this is the second tight end for the Saints that we've suggested, Taysom Hill. I grabbed him up. I'm yeah. not sad about it, being the other one that we um, suggested to everyone. Um, but he continues 
Which is a great call, by the way, because Taysom Hill can he's a tight end, he's a running back, he's a quarterback, like but they have him listed as tight end in most things. So I don't know. He just got his great value. He sorry. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> I say mean. Taysom Hill has given me like he's putting up all kinds of points. I mean, if you're gonna get the quarterback points, you're gonna get the what tight end points, yeah. running back points it's from he, him. So far this year, he has thrown for, ran for, and received a touchdown. So he's got him in everything. Anyways, Juwan Johnson is becoming more involved in the offense. And Thursday night, he caught all five targets for 32 yards and a touchdown. I think they'll continue getting him involved. Just depends on what you need. I think I would do 5 to 10% fab on him. Seems fair, especially if they continue targeting him in the red zone. <laughs> Next one I got, wide receiver for the Giants, Darius Slayton. Only rostered in 6% of leagues, but... Man, the Giants have just been piling up uh, injuries in both their wide receiver room and tight end room. And so Darius Slayton looked to, he's kind of looked to as one of the vets on this team. Even though he's only 25 years old, they have a really young team. And Sunday he caught three of six targets for 58 yards and a touchdown. And I feel Dan Jones is going to continue to look his way. Um, I, I wouldn't go crazy on this because this offense still runs through Saquon Barkley, right? But they do pass the ball, too. And Darius Slayton is one of their kind of tenured guys who is healthy right now. So, I mean, 5% or so is not unrealistic on Slayton, I don't think. Quarterback for the Titans, Malik Willis. If Tannehill misses time. This is just if we're going to see him miss the time. I might do 5% of my fab on this if you need a quarterback. He might not be available in Dynasty, but if he is, I really think now is the time to get him. I think he's going to be the future of the Titans. He was an electric player in college, and he has a huge upside due to his rushing abilities. If I'm in a redraft league and just need a spot to fill if Tannehill misses, I'm going to go low 3 or 4% because I don't think he'll take over the starting job this year. But if it's a dynasty league, um, like I said, I'm going to do maybe the 5% or more. Yeah. Um. If he looks good, if this is a showcase and he looks good and you want him. Yeah, no, I agree because I think this is, if he met, if he starts this game, it's kind of a, um, a prove-it game. You know, mm-hmm. they drafted him out of Liberty, which you don't hear of players getting drafted out of Liberty very often. And I think in a dynasty league, if you want him, like you said, you have to now because if he blows this game up and looks great, everybody's going to go get him. Right. So do it now. And and even if you don't want to keep him, like if he does do well mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily, like even if you don't need him maybe, this might be just a strategy to get yourself a good trade. If he blows up, you don't want him and you have a good trade value out of him in a dynasty league. We're going to have to go back and listen, but Miranda's been on a little bit of a heater here with giving you dynasty players. Gus Edwards last week, and of course he comes in and does really good, and I have a feeling he'll be the hottest pickup this week, no doubt, after 66 mm-hmm. yards, two touchdowns. Um, but two or three weeks ago, you did another one that you said, go grab him now. And then he had a blow-up game and was still, then he was the hottest pickup. So a little bit of a heater coming from you here. I'm Who watching was you. Player? Who I don't, was that player? I don't know. Do you Can't remember? I, no. Yeah, that's we're why I'm have like to. you're talking me up here, so why don't you tell me who you're talking well, that's what about? I said we're gonna have to go listen um, <laughs> to to double check, but um, this one, gosh, my next one was running back for the Jets, Ty Johnson, but I think we're gonna have to scratch that because with James Robinson coming in town, I don't think Ty Johnson's gonna have as much. Of I a think role. he's irrelevant now. I do. So 
I'm going to wing it a little bit and say Keontae Ingram of the Cardinals running back. This is really based on if James Conner continues to miss mm-hmm. um, games, but James Conner is not healthy, and Keontae Ingram has been the number two to Eno Benjamin and has done pretty good. He had about 10 fantasy points, I think 10.9, this last game on Thursday night. And um, and so, yeah, I think if, if James Conner is going to continue to miss or if you have James Conner and you need some backup and Eno Benjamin's already rostered, um, Keontae Ingram is definitely a good one to to proceed with. So um, that's all we have for waivers. Obviously, there's other people like listening to those injuries and who's benefits from that. But those are kind of the ones we've kind of picked out. Now, why don't we get on to some whiskey? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Wait, are we drinking Long Branch? No. Matthew McConaughey's? No, we're not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I said earlier, we are drinking Red Cabin made by Central Standard Craft Distillery located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is not that far from us. No. Um, We've been to Milwaukee. We have. This is a craft bourbon that is double barrel finished in Cabernet wine casts from the Cal- from California's, not the California's, <laughs> wine country. Um, it was a gold medal winner of the 2019 LA Spirits competition for bourbon. Nice. And... I, I mean, we have never tried a cab, like a, a bourbon that's been finished in cab casks. Uh-uh. We've tried like port, um, sherry. Yeah. Uh, I, I like trying these craft bourbons. I love trying them. I love all these craft distilleries or they definitely you know, big have names a, who decide to do a craft bourbon. Yeah, they definitely have a unique flavor to them. Yes. Um, so anyway, Central Standard, um, they craft distill many different spirits. In addition to Red Cabin, they have three other bourbons. They distill a rye whiskey. They have a gin, several brandies, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, and vodkas. So if you're located in the heart of De- or in Milwaukee, they are located in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. <laughs> um, you can check. They have a craft house and kitchen bar and restaurant. So you can go and try all of their spirits. And their distillery has never offered tours before, but they're starting up in December. I, so. I feel like a, um, a Milwaukee trip will be appropriate next year. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, so the flavor highlights, um, we're going to have to just tell you what we're tasting they list notes of oak and caramel but justin what are you smelling well i need to get my not my old-fashioned it's good in an old-fashioned by the way it is very good in the old despite the tangerine uh (laughs) clementine whatever peel it is that we have in ours it's still good orange gate (laughs) in the mark household (laughs) is back (laughs) um Yeah, no, I I noticed on their site um, they didn't have a lot of tasting notes, which is okay because we can kind of tell our own. Um, If I'm being 100% honest, I I don't get much more than oak out of the smell. What are you getting? You're getting something different, apparently. I'm getting wine. Are you? Don't put your nose in it. You do have a better sniffer than me. I do. So that's probably why my nose is in it. I'm trying to really get a smell. <laughs> no, just like... And I don't know if you guys... I've been trying <clears throat> to clear my throat very yeah. far away you from my mic. You had a horrible but... case of the hiccups. It ruined... <laughs> your voice is like doing all kinds of funky things. I know. Um, it, you know, it could be the rain. It, it was cold and rainy all day. Tis the season in Iowa. And um, maybe that's it. Maybe it affected me a little bit. 
But um, I'm it, gonna it taste this. It smells sweet, a little sweet. I kind of get in that now yeah. that you're saying it. Maybe that's a mind, um, a mind thing. Yeah, it smells like a dry wine. It tastes very good. Yeah, my pause was because I had just tasted it. It burns at the back of the throat. It does, yeah, and going down a little bit, not too much, <clears throat> but a little you. bit. Oh, I feel warm and tingly now. <laughs> it's just what you need on this cold, rainy Iowa day. <laughs> so oh. this is a good bourbon, yeah. If you need to be warmed up, you could sip on some. Red Cabin. Yeah, by your fireplace. Um, it does have a unique flavor to it, though. I mean, you can, I think you can kind of tell the uh, the cab part of it. Insert long pause while we both drink. We have to time this better. (laughs) (laughs) You drink, I'll talk. Um, no, it's good. I, 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 I like it better in the old fashioned. I think it's a really good mixer. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good mixer. I don't know, It, it is good. It is good, neat, but I don't know that this would be a go-to for me if right. I just wanted. It's unique, though. I think mm-hmm. it's worth a try. Um, Definitely worth trying because it does have a unique flavor. I just, it's, it's a very good mixer. I think it's really good in my old fashioned. After my roll of three tries, it is a little sweet on the tongue, like on the tip of the tongue right at first. It's a little sweet. The tip of the tongue, yes. And then you get that burn and then the warming sensation. But yeah, I do oak and a little bit of dryness. It was... Was it the, it was Derringer last week. Did that give it like a little bit of dry? Yeah, I yeah, believe so. Yeah, these ones that are finished in these wine casks. Yep, kind of have that drier taste, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, I mean, obviously wine is dry, but you wouldn't think it would make your, your whiskey drier, but it does mm-hmm. something to it to kind of yeah. give it that, that effect. No, but this yep. is really good. If you have not tried Red Cabin, go out and get yourself a bottle. It was mid-range price yeah yeah it wasn't bad i want to go to their craft house and kitchen Uh bar and restaurant that sounds fun so that's that's what i would like to do um that's that might be the best way to try it go get some good food there um after december obviously so you can tour (laughs) and then do some sampling so they have they have a regular bourbon gosh i'm blanking on the name right now do you remember it off the top of your head I believe I still have it up so give me two seconds yeah so they have a regular bourbon and then they have this one um for whiskey they have three other bourbons so i don't know what you mean by their regular bourbon. what's their the normal one what's the first one on their list there the cabin strength bourbon oh what's that this one is um placed in new white american oak barrels aged between four to six years and for the cabin strength they take an additional step they rebarrel it for a second time for an additional year in a new American white oak barrel. So they take it out and put it in a new white oak barrel. So their regular one, just their bourbon whiskey. Yeah, that's what it's I was It's just thinking. called bourbon whiskey. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought it had a fun name. I don't know. Um, they have an elf flag bourbon. Oh, what's elf flag? When the road team prevails in Chicago... An L flag flies. We dedicate this exceptionally smooth bourbon to all who overcome adversity, no matter the odds or how hostile the crowd. When the road team wins in Chicago, this bourbon is terrible. I don't like it anymore. (laughs) I didn't even put together the Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Green Bay Packer. Oh, my God. What are we doing? (laughs) When Chicago's playing tonight, too. This is terrible this is luck. What are we doing to the Bears? I don't know. <laughs> and you do realize we're talking about baseball for their L flag bourbon. Okay, well that's a little bit better. The Brewers, Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. That that makes a little more because sense. Because it's not it the Milwaukee Packers, Justin. No, but it's what said is what well, I'm really prevail. confused. 
<laughs> I just, I, I heard all that prevail on the road in Chicago. When the road team prevails in Chicago, we're talking about the Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Right. There's a, I guess you're not on their website, but there's a baseball next to there. Okay. That, I thought it was just any road team playing the Bears. That's immediately how it affected my heart. I don't know about you. Well, <laughs> I would like, would like you to know we're two minutes into the Bears game right now. Uh, we're farther into that, I think. But I'm Did they start early? It. I've been watching I it. I thought it started at 720 tonight. 715. Calm down. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Should we move on to the mailroom? Let's move on to our mailroom. It yes. is time. Red Cabin, good, really good as a mixed drink. Um, for me, it's okay uh, straight. Like Miranda said, it would not be a go-to um, for just drinking neat for me either. But I, I really do like it in the It's good in the old-fashioned. Yeah. So Now... Yes. I was going to say, mm-hmm. we are on audition number 15 for our mailroom. Yeah. What do you have for me? It's going to be a winner. Are you ready? It's a little long. That's what she said. Um. Unlike Harry the Postman, this is not our own private hell. We love answering questions. I'm going to scratch it. Oh, that was fun. I mean, the beginning had a nice jingle to it, but no. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> if we did away with the lyrics, <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. It's um, not our mailroom intro. Just, just real quick, that is Justin Solaninka with the song Postal. Um, just since I played it, I would like to give I'm going credit. to go postal if we don't get this movie. The bears <laughs> okay. are playing. <laughs> Fair enough. I do not want her to go postal. So let's move on to the first question, which is sent by Lion0757 at Lionel Orlina. Who should I add in week eight after dropping Elijah Mitchell? Um, he listed, I, I'm assuming he, Lionel, listed three options. Don't Donta Foreman, Gus Edwards, Chuba Hubbard. Um, I think we're going to agree on this one. Gus bus for the, the Gus win. Gus bus <laughs> is rolling. So I would go with Gus Edwards. Miranda would go with Gus Edwards. Go with Gus Edwards. That's if, the if best If he's available play. to you, go with him. Why are we questioning this? Agreed. Agreed. Do you have anything? If he, Let's take Gus Edwards out of the equation. Maybe he's not a huge Gus Edwards fan. Um, I think it's a no-brainer, as my dad would say. No-brainer. That's a no-brainer. But uh, what do you have? Like, I mean, we talked about... We talked about Donta Foreman. Yeah. Am I losing it? I'm no. losing it. Him, Chuba Hubbard, Donta Foreman, both yeah. Panthers, <clears throat> both kind of stepping in for Christian McCaffrey. Chuba, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard got a little injured, injured. but I think he will be there. Um, by the way, just a little side note. I think Mooney might be relevant again. Just had a 20-yard catch. Um, we're moving the ball down the field, by the way. I'm watching this game while we podcast. <laughs> um, and Mooney just had a 20 yard catch and you he's know, just really been picking it up the, the past downside, couple games. I mean, we need to bring this in. We need to record on Monday nights, bring this information to you for the, your Tuesday commute so that you have time to figure out what you're going to do for your waiver wires. But the downside to that is that there is relevant stuff that happens in the Monday night games. Yep, yep. And if we had that info, if we had one more day, um, 
But you know, it might impact what we're bringing to you. You know, we could. You gotta watch the Monday night games, even though. Follow us on Twitter, and every Tuesday morning we can start doing a little Monday recap players. Yeah, throw in another waiver wire pickup if there's a good one from the game from the Monday night game. Yeah, I think we're gonna start doing that. Need to start doing that because I'm not saying I would go pick up Darnell Mooney. I'm not saying he's going to continue to be relevant. He's been dropped and picked up and in dropped. like every league. Well, because he has a good in. game and then you pick him up and then he does <laughs> nothing. And you're like, why did I do this? And you drop him. Yeah. But um, we need to start doing that because the Monday night games. Yeah. So at J-M-A-R-K-S-W-I-F-E-Y. That's J-Mark's wifey. And at J-M-A-R-K-F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L. Just in case you weren't sure how to spell it. Follow us. <laughs> We'll start doing that. Um, on to the next question. Will, who is um, a washed Will. I'm sorry you're washed, sir. But which side wins this trade? Now, this changed from when we got when we originally looked at this, just based on news we got. Yes. I um, had seen this mailroom question. I came in. Well, I, th- I came into this. You didn't know unless you saw... No, I didn't know what you did. What, my, what I was thinking. <laughs> but I knew we were going to disagree on this a little bit. <laughs> I did not see what you were thinking. I know we kind of have a this husband-wifey telepathic <laughs> thing going on often where the same words or songs or whatever's in our head, but I did not see what you were thinking. I have not drank enough to see what you were thinking. <laughs> Give me a minute. I might could. Anyways, do you want me to break down could. what side... Um, yeah, break okay. it down. What's this trait? So side the side one. side one is Lamar Jackson and Aaron Jones. Okay, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones. Lamar Jackson's QB four. Aaron Jones is RB nine right now. Side two, Trevor Lawrence, QB ten. Travis Etienne, RB twenty one. Jacoby Myers, wide receiver forty six, and T Higgins, wide receiver twenty. Just for some um, little side information, their other wide receivers are Waddle, DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, and they would be getting side two. They would be getting Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Jacoby Myers, T. Higgins. They'd be giving up Lamar Jackson and Aaron Jones. That is correct. <clears throat> okay. I know you I know you were heavily leaning on the side one. I was. <clears throat> and, and here's why. You probably have four quarterbacks who are consistently in the top five. Lamar Jackson is one of them. You know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts because of his rushing ability, and Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. So giving up one of those is tough. And we just talked about Aaron Jones had 30% of the target share. So giving him up, especially if we did not hear if this was a PPR league, but especially in a PPR league, that's big. Well, and we just, okay, Allen Lazard. Yes, could be out. Yeah, and so we just talked about how Aaron Jones might get more. However, here's where Aaron Jones is currently ranked RB9. I'd like to tell you why he's ranked RB9. Okay. Week two, he had a 30-point game. Uh Uh-huh. Last week, he, or I guess. This Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday. Yep. 24 points. Okay, so a couple outlier games? Two outlier games. He has a higher ceiling, so I think he has a high ceiling. He has that potential to get those boom games for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So out of our seven completed weeks, he's only had three where he got double digit points. Interesting. So for the other four games, he was under 10 points weeks, um, three through six, he averaged 10 points. And that was only because he had a 13 point game in there. And that was his, so he had a 30 point game, a 13 point game and a 24. Everything else was nine and under. Um, 
his yeah so his ranking is coming from those boom weeks he's not consistently getting that he's not consistently getting double digits maybe he will with Alan Lazard out but from that perspective um ETN has been more consistent reliable and I think ETN even has better value now and he's we're going to continue to see him trend up um because he no longer shares the workload with James Robinson and in the last three matchups, he's gotten an average of 13.36 points, which is higher than Aaron Jones's average. So when I originally looked at this trade, you're right. I was very Lamar Jackson side. Um, I think it's a little more even now that James Robinson mm-hmm. has been traded. Travis Etienne is obviously their guy, in my opinion. They, I think Etienne could, we could see him creep up to be top 10. One other thing that bothers me about that, you're stacking a quarterback and your running back. And usually those points do not coincide if it's not a superior pass catching back, Mm -hmm. which ETN, I mean, he can catch passes, but he's not really known for it. So that is one thing on side two that I don't Mm -hmm. like your, your quarterback and running back points might not coincide with each other. They might can or might kind of limit each other. Yes. And I'm not, I don't. Okay. So Lawrence, he just finished his 10th start of 24 games without a passing touchdown. Trevor Lawrence did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't look good for him. No. So there's no, you, I'm not even, you can't compare Trevor Lawrence to Lamar Jackson. No, you not just at can't. All. There's no comparison there. Now, you, you might need to take out those games that Urban Meyer was the coach because what a shit show that was for the I Jags. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't look to see which 10 of the 24 yeah, yeah. starts, but I mean, he's, that's, I don't know, what, 40%? Between 40 and 50% of his starts, he has not thrown a touchdown. That's not good for a quarterback. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if um, this trade got pulled after Travis after mm-hmm. that trade. Yeah. After the trade with James Robinson. It wouldn't surprise me if this got pulled because the Travis Etienne uh, manager wanted to keep them. But I, I still looking at it, I still think I'd keep Lamar Jackson. I mean, maybe try Aaron Jones for Travis Etienne if you... Yeah, I think that that might be what I'd Your other receivers, though? I wouldn't give up Lamar Jackson. I think Travis Etienne for Aaron Jones would be an even trade. Yeah. Now, Will did say there are other receivers, so obviously he's trying to add receiver power, but you got Jalen Waddell, who is a good receiver for the Dolphins, who are looking good. DJ Moore, who looked a lot better with PJ Walker as a uh, quarterback, and Brandon Cooks with now Nico Collins missing time. Brandon Cooks is going to get mm-hmm. more looks. So I think you're good on receivers, to be honest. I like the receiver room as is Waddle, DJ Moore, and Brandon Cooks. Wait, we this didn't really is, give mean, a definite answer, but we didn't. I mean, there's a lot to think about now. I think before it might have been a little bit easier to think about. Yeah. Now that. ETN. I mean, I came in here ready to argue about ETN with you, and now I feel like the trade only strengthens my argument yeah, that I he's just, a good running back. I just don't move. For me, I wouldn't move on from Lamar Jackson. Mm. He's I, He had a down game this last week, but he's an electric quarterback. Um, and I just, I wouldn't, he could put up 100 yards a game easily just yeah. running and then passing, his passing on top of that. You need to get so. something really good for Lamar Jackson. Agreed, agreed. Um, all right, last question from Alex Kermandy. I hope I said that right, at Kermandy Alex. Would you trade David Montgomery and Deontay Johnson for Devonta Smith? Now, David Montgomery is RB37. 
down to Johnson, wide receiver 38. These are half PPR points because I didn't know which it was. And Devontae Smith is wide receiver 29. So would you trade David Montgomery and Devontae Johnson for Devonta Smith? That's a hard decision for me. You know, I like to have the... It is tricky. It's tricky for us as Bears fans. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, the story that they had on David Montgomery... Um, before this game when he helped this child who has some, I didn't hear it all, but some sort of heart condition um, back at his time with ISU. And then he still has ties with this kid. Like, oh, I know I, that pulled out your heartstrings. I was in the living room like, <laughs> oh my God, my allergies are but bad in here. his good deeds don't <laughs> have anything to do with fantasy football. <laughs> they do to me. <laughs> so I, can you put your bias aside for this so we can... So. Uh, this is tricky it because is tricky. I think Devonta Smith's mm-hmm. a lot better option than Deontay John- Johnson because uh, Pittsburgh's quarterback situation is a mess. You know, they pulled Mitch. It's hard to go back to a quarterback after you bench him. Uh, Kenny Pickett throws three interceptions this week. Um, but I think giving up Monte, well, Monte because, yeah, who's a starting running back, is a mistake. For a team that has to run the ball. Yeah, yeah, they run the ball the most. Um, than you know, any it, other team in the NFL. Right, yes. And and I know Fields passed a lot more last week, but they're going to keep running the ball. I know they said they're going to go with the hot hand, so people think, oh, Herbert will get more. Monty's still going to be involved. You also have to remember, Monty is the one that catches passes. He's RB37 because he got injured in a game that only gave him one point, and then he missed a game. So you have to take into a fact that two of those weeks, he had one point, basically. Otherwise, he had 8, 14, I I think something around there. He's done all right, um, and they're going to just keep running the ball. They're going to pound the rock. That's the only way Chicago's going to win games. Chicago that's up three to nothing and just forced um, Patriots to punt again, Cody. Um, that's the only way they're going to win games. So I, I don't like parting with David Montgomery. I just, I really don't. I don't think Devontae Smith gives you a big enough upgrade. You know, you're moving from wide receiver 38 mm-hmm. to wide receiver 29. It's that's not, nine spots Yeah, to give up a starting running back who, yeah, he's not putting up top 10 numbers, but he's still a running back that can, you can throw in your flex spot and not worry about it because he's going to get you good flex it's numbers. It's going to be consistent. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so that's, that's so what I, I think. I yeah, the Montgomery side might be a little weighted mm-hmm. for the trade, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't know. I would this love to see the other running backs. That yeah. Are I on like the to know like what the rest in. of the team is so yeah. that maybe he doesn't need Montgomery. Yeah. Or maybe there's maybe. another running back there that makes us a good enough trade to get Devonta Smith. Cause I understand wanting to get Smith that Eagles offense has looked great. Um, I just, I wouldn't give up Monty with Deontay Johnson. That's all. I think we've decided then I it th- is decided. <laughs> it is. All right. Do you have anything else? No, in this old fashion, it's just about gone. Going once going twice. Sold. <laughs> Old-fashioned football.